This podcast is a production of Open Pediatrics, an open access online community of healthcare professionals sharing best practices from around the world. Visit openpediatrics.org for more. Pediatric Ostomy Care by Leah Abacasis. In this video, we're going to discuss the most common reasons for bowel diversion in pediatrics, including the types of bowel diversions, principles of care, how to pouch a stoma, and what to do if you find peristomal skin injury. Introduction to Bowel Diversion Bowel diversion surgery is when the normal route of digestion is changed to divert stool from its typical flow through the bowel. In pediatrics, there are congenital and acquired reasons for bowel diversions to occur. Based upon the clinical condition, some may be temporary and others are long-term diversions. Types of Bowel Diversions there are also different types of diversions, and each is named in relation to where they have surgically been created in the gastrointestinal tract. In performing a diversion, the bowel is pulled through to the abdominal surface and an ostomy is created. Jejunostomy is formed in the jejunum, ileostomy is formed in the ileum, and colostomy in the colon. Depending on the clinical scenario, ostomies can be created in any area of the bowel, proximal, distal, ascending, or transverse to allow stool to bypass the injured or diseased area. The location of the diversion determines the consistency of the stool. For example, stool that comes from a part of the intestine closer to the beginning, like a jejunostomy, will have a much higher acidity, be liquid in nature, and be continuous in output, whereas ostomies located towards the end of the large bowel will have a more formed stool and a more predictable pattern of stooling. It is important to know where the ostomy is located in the bowel to select the best type of pouch needed to collect the output. For example, an ileostomy may have large amounts of liquid output and might be best served with a spouted end pouch to allow for it to be attached to a drainage system. In contrast, a colostomy might only need a stoma cover with a filter to release gas that can be removed when it is time to empty the bowel. The location, reason for diversion, and extent of bowel involvement often determines where in the bowel segment surgical diversion is indicated and the type of surgical procedure done. In pediatrics, the most common bowel diversion is an end stoma, or the functional portion, with or without a mucous fistula the non-functional limb reserved for future reconnection to achieve bowel continuity, or a loop stoma. In pediatrics, the stoma is typically pouched, even when the child has control of bowel movements. An end stoma is what is created by the surgeon when the end of the proximal bowel is brought out through a tiny opening in the abdominal wall and is folded over like a cuff and sutured in place. When this occurs, the surgeon may choose to leave the distal part of the bowel internal or may pull that through an opening in the abdomen to create a mucous fistula. A loop stoma is when a loop of bowel is pulled through the abdominal wall and cut before pulling it down like a cuff to suture to the abdomen. Pouching the stoma. A stoma is the name for the opening in the abdomen that is the visible part of the ostomy. Ideally, stomas are butted one to two centimeters above the abdominal surface, with stool exiting at the top of the stoma so that stool empties into a pouch. 
When stomas are flatter to the skin surface, they are more challenging to manage as stool exits at skin level and may leak under the barrier instead of into the pouch. When clinically feasible, a common location for the stoma is the lower abdominal quadrants within the rectus muscle. Ideally, the surrounding skin is flat without incisions or scars that may create uneven surface. The upper abdominal quadrants may be optimal for older, obese, or physically handicapped patients. The pouch and accessory product selection depend on a number of variables such as size of the patient, stool volume, and consistency. Pouching is an art, and modifications will need to be made if the stoma is flat, prolapsed, or constructed in skin folds. A 24-hour wear time is the goal for premature infants and neonates. Older patients will ideally wear a pouch for two to four days without leakage. This will keep the skin around the stoma healthy, decrease cost from use of products, and increase patient comfort. One-piece ostomy pouches are often suitable for pediatric patients as they are flexible and easily contour over rounded abdomens. Most small-sized pouches can be cut to fit a variety of stoma sizes. A measuring card is used to determine the size of the opening to be cut in the barrier. When measured appropriately, the barrier will fit snugly around the stoma base. If an opening is cut too large in the barrier, then skin surrounding the stoma will be exposed to stool and have increased risk to become irritated. If the barrier opening is cut too tight, this can lead to decreased circulation to the stoma and irritation of the stoma with possible bleeding from lacerations. To expedite the process and minimize stress while changing an ostomy pouch, it is helpful to have all supplies ready in advance. Stoma measuring card, gauze, washcloths, paper towels, scissors, and an ostomy pouch selected for the patient's size. It is acceptable to have one pouch cut in advance to facilitate a quicker pouch change, but not advisable to cut multiple pouches in advance, especially with a new stoma. Over time, the stoma becomes smaller and less edematous, and the opening would be too large. The application of additional products may also require changes to the barrier opening. When removing the old pouch, gently lift the barrier from the skin using gauze and water to help release the adherence to the skin. Some find it helpful to use adhesive removers if they're available. Try to avoid lifting and tenting up the skin because that can lead to separation of the epidermal layer from the dermal layer of the skin, causing damage. Once the pouch is removed, clean the skin with a soft washcloth or paper towel moistened with water. Consider using soap if stool residue is adherent to the skin. Assess the stoma. It should be moist, pink or red, similar to the inside of your cheek, and the surrounding skin should have no rashes or other skin compromise. Evaluate the height of the stoma, whether it is flat, rosebud-shaped, retracted, or prolapsed. Measure the stoma with the measuring card fitting closely around the base of the stoma. Then use that as your guide to cut an opening in the barrier that leaves minimal skin exposed around the stoma. After cutting the barrier opening, warm the new pouch with a warm pack or your hands to improve its adherence to the skin. Pastes and moldable rings can be used to fill in uneven skin contours or folds and prevent stool from getting under the barrier. 
For flat or retracted stomas, there are also convex, bowl-shaped moldable rings which may decrease the risk of leakage under the barrier and improve adherence. Ostomy pouches with built-in convexity with a bowl-shaped part that curves inward towards the skin are another option for flat stomas if available to create an artificial lift to the stoma. Place the new pouch on the skin carefully in a position that allows the pouch to be emptied most easily. The typical direction of the pouch opening for an infant who mostly lies down is off to the side of the body. For an older child who empties the pouch into a toilet, the direction of the opening should be facing down towards the feet. To optimize adherence of the pouch to the skin, after placing the pouch on the skin, warm the barrier a second time with your hands or warm packs. The most common type of skin injury seen in the skin surrounding the stoma occurs from stool leaking under the barrier. The skin under the barrier can be erythematous and become macerated and a rash may form. Another type of skin damage that can occur is from patients having a reaction to the materials that some barriers are made from. Management for either case begins with identifying the cause of the skin irritation, such as poor barrier adherence to the skin. If the barrier is intact and there is no leakage, then the likely reason is sensitivity to the barrier and a change in product line or manufacturer needs to be considered. If the skin is raw, wet, or open, the first basic treatment will be skin protective powder lightly padded with a protective barrier wipe to form a crust. Once that dries after one to two minutes, then the ostomy pouch can be applied. Thank you for watching this video on pediatric ostomy care. This has been a production of Open Pediatrics. You can find the resources and journal articles referenced in this podcast in the description. We have more podcasts like this one available everywhere you get your podcasts. Visit openpediatrics.org for more information.